Hello and welcome to another episode in the You're My Comms Hero podcast with someone who's part of the Comms Hero community and somebody who attended the recent Comms Hero Week event and our Comms Hero Takeover event as well. So we're going to hear from Rebecca Sangster Kelly about why brand awareness is a waste of time. Uh, Rebecca is a consultant with Shosa. Hopefully I've pronounced that correctly, but you can tell me if I haven't. So thanks for joining me, Rebecca. It's a pleasure to welcome you as a guest on the Your My Comms Hero podcast. Thank you very much, Asif. It's great to be here. Excellent. Did I pronounce the company name correctly? <laughs> yes, it is the, yeah, Chaucer, it's like Jeffrey Chaucer, Canterbury. It started in Kent, so they're Kentish people who started it. <laughs> there we go, some background. So, Rebecca, just um, to help with the listeners to find out a little bit more about you, tell us about you and the work that you do. Okay, well, I'm a management consultant in a consultancy that doesn't, didn't primarily do comps, and over the last, I've been with them nine years, and over that time, I have developed a comms specialty within our consultancy and brought comms to the forefront for enablement of our projects, projects, programs, and made sure our partners understand the value of communicating effectively. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. And um, so, different. You're not coming at it from a uh, comms professional in-house or um, perspective. So what's your what's your background before you got into the job that you're doing now? Well, I was doing a master's in international relations and I got a job as a got offered a job and I was yeah. a, wanting to go back home to Canada and they wanted me to be a management consultant. I'm like, okay, what on earth is that? And so I back home because of the bubble bursting um, after the economic last economic crisis and I found my feet and then realized I loved communications and brought that into my projects. Okay great so an international um, comms area we have on our podcast here. <laughs> yes. Um, so you you recently put out a video post on LinkedIn which is what prompted me to get in touch um, and say look I think this is a really good subject matter for the comms hero podcast and that that post talked about awareness being a waste of time to so tell us a bit more about that why you think that is and what people should be considering instead sure so just for a little bit of background on the videos I've been doing I started doing some videos and in order to educate my client base. So I work currently in digital with my clients and their digital teams, and I work in strategic comms, and also I help coach them on the communication, because if they understand how to communicate, it helps my, jo what, my job <laughs> and my work so much. Yeah. So yeah. I put these videos out to try and give tidbits of aware, I guess tidbits of awareness, <laughs> which is ironic for me to say that, um, to make them aware of the methodology, the metrics, and simple hacks they can use to change their perception of communications. And with awareness, it is the number one reason someone comes to me to get information out there, like, well, we want to create awareness. And awareness cannot be measured. Awareness is makes people feel good that they tick something off their list, but it doesn't do anything. So I say think, feel, do, which helps to bring my clients to the for, to the to face that they haven't actually thought through what they want. So 
starting with think is a very easy, like, what do you want them to think? And so we're like, oh, what do I want them to think? Okay, and we got that straight. And then, okay, feel. So we bring in the emotion because especially with anything marketing or communication, if you get the motion in there, you can draw people out and get their interest because also it means your client now has to think of what they want the person to feel. (laughs) So they have to put themselves in the other person's shoes. And then finally, I hit them with do because then they're thinking, oh, right, an action because then I bring them into metrics. And my clients are all about KPIs and measurements. So then I'm bringing making comms more tangible to them. So then we're looking for that action. We're looking for that agree to attend. Whatever that communication was about, what action do I want out of it? And it that framework gets them to think differently about something they just wanted to get out there. No, that's great. And it's a different um, it is a different perspective because brand awareness is well, it's the thing that most brands want to do. And um, so what kind of th- campaigns or what kind of tactics do you think would fall into that um, stereotypical awareness category things like social media for example which you know just just posts yeah like posts like you can say so the other part of it is that if if you challenge someone on awareness they have to consider how the communication works within their strategy and the, the challenge with comms is that people like to react to things because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel they're doing something and actioning things, but it doesn't mean that the work they're doing is actually going to amount to anything. So instead of awareness, it's does this content or does this message back up our strategic objectives? Does this help us get that specific message out there that connects to the overarching goal? And then that's not awareness. That means that you are following your plan that you've agreed. And it just eliminates the busy work that can happen when people just want to churn out content. Yeah. And do you think there's, um, has the world of digital um, and scheduling and automation, has that increased that um, desire and also ability as well to churn out content? I think so. So my current assignments are in the digital space in a energy company and working with, so we're using Yammer as our digital platform as well as we have SharePoints, et cetera. So we have our digital channels and it's interesting with the leadership because some of the leaders started to use Yammer as a way to highlight themselves. And then the minor leaders who want to be the big leaders started to do the same thing, which is fine as long as they have something to actually share. And then you have, and then because people follow what their leaders do, you end up with a lot of noise at the bottom that gets lost because it's not the content that they're adding isn't adding any value to the audience. The audience is ignoring it. And it's that how, yes, you can put out tons of content, but if you leave out the strategy and you leave out what it means, what's in it for them, for your audience, they won't, they'll just say they're seeing too much. And they'll, this is what I get about when, I had this one one uh, program lead and he said that they didn't want to do any more newsletters for this one group because people are complaining about the newsletters. And I turned around and told him, it's not the newsletters. They're not putting content in that newsletter that people want to see. So they, yes, they're saying it's noise because they're not seeing value. And if your audience isn't seeing value, it is noise. So it's that value piece of what it means to that person who's reading it. Yeah. And do you think, because um, it is a big uh, kind of um, mindset change to incorporate this awareness um, 
it's a waste of time comment, which to a lot of people will probably certainly, um, you know, because everyone's built up on raising brand awareness and keep mm. keeping front of mind and those kind of uh, those kinds of uh, statements that that you hear often from uh, in comms and marketing meetings uh, and from a resource or we are resource perspective that's what customers are asking us to do um, day in day in day out is it easy to to have um, those metrics on every piece of comms that you that you do because that's something that that people certainly um, uh, customers when I speak to them in uh, depending on whether they're you know public sector or private sector, would struggle sometimes to uh, pin down what their actual metrics um, metrics are because in some cases it's just putting information out because that as a public service for argument's sake that's what they have to do in in those cases how would they deal with the um, metrics element of what you're saying because what, what it boils down to is really focusing on the metrics i suppose is the is the key message that you're putting out yes and no because i guess awareness is a waste of time if it doesn't, if the person hasn't thought it through and it's more catching out what, because it's like, it's, it's awareness is such a jargon word because <laughs> everyone yeah. thinks it means something, but it doesn't always mean the same, same thing to someone else. So I think that sometimes, as long as it's aligned with the strategy and it's a strategic piece of content, that's why I'd rather use the word a strategic piece of content than awareness, because then they're acknowledging yeah. that they have a strategy. <laughs> but in a lot of times I don't Um, so with that there's the strategy part but there's also that sense check to make sure the person knows what they're asking for because they can say awareness you can hear awareness but your experience with what awareness means is could be totally different and it's about using that open-ended questions to tease out what the person really wants to be able to give your client what they want and then from there you build out your metrics because you should already have your metrics set out against your strategy so you should already have a set of objectives that are measurable if you have a proper strategy in place and i my go-to framework is a gsot so goal strategy objective tactics so you should have your goal you should which then breaks down to your strategy which is your approach your objectives which are measurable and then your tactics underneath that that lead up to those objectives to measure them because unless you have that as part of your strategy you just have a strategy that was part of a workshop that you came out that sounds great but it's not applicable so how do you make your strategy applicable to the day-to-day life of your communications function yeah no, i like that g shot that's uh that's an expression i'm sure the listeners will take away and it's quite a nice way to sum up what would probably be a CIPR or a CIM cost module on its own somewhere, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, that's that, that's quite an interesting um, perspective, and I hope some of the listeners will take that away and use use something like that because it is a quite an easy framework to to relate to in terms of um, the marketing campaigns uh, that people are that that people are putting out there. So the um, whole. Uh, you know, in terms of people being able to use your advice, then where would you where would you kind of suggest to them? Because Comzero is all about giving people mm. um, t- tips and hacks to learn new things. Where should they start with taking on board what you're saying? Because, like I say, I think it is a big a big shift for a lot of people who mm. are working in the comms profession. So where should they start? I think you should start by having that question ready to practice with and having that because it can be a difficult conversation to have if you've never had that with your client 
or with your manager if you've never pushed back and it's more about i i tell my clients that this is so we can make sure we're using our efforts wisely i once had a team come to me saying we need a newsletter and i asked them okay so what audience aren't you reaching oh we're reaching our audiences okay so is there a sponsor that's really for a political reason you need to put out a newsletter and he's like no no we don't i'm like so i don't think you need a newsletter and they're like we don't need a newsletter i'm like no you don't if you're seeing if you if everything else in your project's going fine why do you need this other form of communication If your stakeholders are aligned, yeah. your sponsors are happy. So it's more about making sure you have that conversation so people know that you're doing it for the right reasons, not that you're trying to avoid work, because that would be your the person's first because their people are tied to being able to communicate, like helping them to switch their reason for communicating. And that's when you can bring in the strategy conversation because then it's about no one has enough time in the day. and if people want to see yeah. value of their communication this conversation about what you want them to think feel do is a very low barrier conversation to lead into more challenging and more productive conversations yeah so challenge your management team that's the that that that's what that probably is realistically that's probably the first <laughs> obstacle to to challenge because like i say it is a huge shift in most people's thinking because raising brand awareness is probably right up there um with one of the key reasons why people believe that they need to market their product or service so that'll be something you know be happy to hear from um hear from people you know uh, in terms of alternative opinions and maybe there'll be a, a podcast saying actually no uh, awareness the, the, you know the case for awareness so that'd be interesting so if anybody wants to anybody wants to do that um then by all means and this could end up being um, a panel debate on one of the comms hero monthly networking events um so let's let's wait and see so yeah definitely some interesting perspectives there and um so appreciate and thank you um Rebecca for sharing those. So as we approach, you know, uh, it's been kind of 7 months of um uh change and new normals and lockdowns and all lots of different types of communications in 2020. We're recording this on the 30th of November uh, 2020. So as people are now starting to see the back of 2020 and looking forward into 2021 now, what advice can you give to the Com Zero listeners? for their comms and marketing plans in the year ahead in 2021. Well, uh I think one thing we could be sure that no one can predict what's coming because we <laughs> every time we feel something's going back to normal <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. But no. it's I think the last several months has been a great training ground to be okayish with uncertainty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that comes a a kind of stability that we know with tools we have and also I think it's a great opportunity for companies to look at what digital tools they can use to improve the engagement until people can meet again because it's highlighted the gaps by people being working from home it's given opportunity for different activities but there's so much chance for more creativity using digital that I'd like to see. I'm looking forward to seeing what will be the investments in digital coming forward for communications. Yeah, absolutely. And um the uh 
I've got to ask you, who are your concert inspirations? Are there any people or brands that you can that you look to or they're your go-to brands and they, you can relate to them the most? Well, I did, I did have a think about this. And I have to say, I do really appreciate Mike Klein. And on the opposite, I'm going to say the opposite side of the spectrum, Hell Reynolds, because Mike brings all the metrics and yeah. he does challenge a lot. And then Hell just brings a lot of fun <laughs> and humor and yeah. enthusiasm. So I do like them slightly Absolutely. polar opposites, but I think yeah. between the two, there's a lot of lot to learn and a lot of challenge from both sides. And then outside of the comms community, which I would say, um, Kendra Hall, she did Stories That Stick, and I read it earlier in the year, and I know I've put on Twitter, I just love her, I love her book, and it still is resonating, because yeah. it is about storytelling and how to make that story emotional. And then my yeah. last person is Dave Trott, and he, who's a marketing exec, and I love his books, because he just changes, he writes to change your perspective and just make you think differently, and if you haven't read any of his books, like Predatory Thinking, just a lot of short stories with nothing nothing said about what you're supposed to get out of them, but I just keep rereading them yeah, because yeah. they're just so good. Yeah. Okay. Now there's some good um, good uh, people to follow and books to read there for for the listeners. And we've got um, the, the first in a Europe uh, uh, comms hero veteran now, Rebecca. So we've got the first of our monthly um kind of comms hero virtual get-togethers which are free to attend and it's on the 16th of december 12 till 2 p.m what would you say to people who haven't been part of any of these or didn't come to comms zero week this is the first like monthly get together the reason we've done it is to just give comms people a place every month to be able to just come and network because there there isn't anything out there at the moment that that's going to consistently be there for a month what would you say to people about the com zero community and why they should get involved and as, as indeed you have yourself <laughs> yeah so i would say it's a great place with really lovely people who all love communications and if you're a comms geek like me you'll get on fine because <laughs> it it's a great we We've lost our ability to be as social as we used to be and having another outlet where you can network with people you wouldn't meet in person is a great opportunity. Yeah, and you did do a lot of networking at Comzero Week. Have you managed to, because um, I've noticed on social, you've carried on conversations with people who you who you met there. Has that been, uh, uh, you know, how has that been beneficial to you? Yeah, no, it's been great. Um, I will say that there's a couple of us have started our own WhatsApp group and we um, use it as a great support system. So it's Perfect. been good. Yeah. So um, you do you do meet your tribe and when you meet your tribe, you find your peoples. So that's been good. Uh, yeah, and just getting to actually interact with people you say follow on Twitter or LinkedIn and actually see that they're human beings that actually speak and talk and are animated is great as well. <laughs> Seeing that 3D person rather than the 2D. So it, it brought some good context to people as well as great learnings and I find that with networking you never know when a connection will come in handy either for them or for you so it's never a waste of time no absolutely so unlike a awareness which is a waste of time <laughs> yeah unless you can show me measurement why? Why? Well, we might have a, we might have somebody coming onto the podcast to do exactly that. Let's wait and see. But um, but for now, Rebecca, where uh, you know you talk about connecting and people, um, uh, you know, getting that uh, value from the comms network. What? How can people connect with you? Can you share your social handles? Where can they find you? Sure. So uh, Rebecca Sangster Kelly on LinkedIn. I am the only one. And if you, it should be if there was someone else who's pretending to be me. Um, I'm the one who's the redhead. Uh, and on yeah. 
Twitter, rsangsterkelly, or, and I go by RSK just for, yeah, simplicity, because my, yeah, my last name's quite long. So you'll probably copy and paste my name from this podcast link to the LinkedIn, etc. Yes. Okay. Well, Rebecca, thank you very much indeed for your time. It's been really insightful and interesting and controversial. Some people may even find, but let's wait and see what those opinions are through. And I hope that um, um, the Comzero listeners have taken some tips from what you said today. But uh, for for now, thank you very much indeed. You'll find the podcast on uh, Spotify and Apple. And also it will be available on the comzero.com website. You can follow uh, Comzero on Twitter at Comzero. And just a reminder again, the first of our monthly networking, free virtual networking event starts December the 16th, 12 till 3 p.m. And um, we've got seven minute chair yoga in there as well from uh, Frank Sinclair at Fit with Frank on Twitter um, as well. So it's, it'll be good for you. Uh, not just your grey matter, your networking, etc., but also um, for your posture and uh, helping you make the most of the time in your chair as well. So, Rebecca, thank you very, very much indeed, and I'm sure we'll look forward to lots of feedback and uh, and seeing you at uh, many of the Comzero events to come. Thank you for having me, Asif. <laughs>